Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Wendy Papazan. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And I'm Sarah Reynolds. And we are so excited today as we tackle uh, the recap from Keller Williams Family Reunion 2023. Uh, and so all the three of us just got back, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, right. last week. Yeah, I was like yeah. last week. Yeah. It feels like it's been about four months. Yeah. But <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's I less had, than two weeks. I had hip replacement <laughs> surgery in between. So I don't know what your excuse is, but mm-hmm. it feels like a long time ago. <laughs> it does. It does. When you so we just got now. back from Yes, she is. We just got back fr- from that and we want to share all of our big ahas and takeaways um, from that time together. And uh, before we do that, I would love just to ask my amazing, uh, beautiful co-host what your favorite part of Family Reunion was outside of what you learned. Well, for me, I had so much fun. I mean, I had more fun, I think, than I've ever had at any family mm-hmm. reunion in the past. A lot of times I'm early to rise, early to bed because mm-hmm. Jay's the same way and I'm trying to be a good roomie. But I guess this time I just didn't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that have to do, do with the new hip coming? Yeah. Yes. I think I wanted to squeeze every, it's like the thrifty part of me wanted to squeeze every bit out of the old hip before I got my new one. So, (laughs) yes. So I was, I was partying late every night, which was really fun. So yeah, I just had a blast. Yeah. I mean, I, I laughed more at this family reunion. Like my stomach hurt from laughter, um, more with getting to see people and catch up and watch sunsets on the beach. Like, I just feel like my pacing of this was so much more like fun and intentional rather than just kind of a grind uh, than I've ever had. Like I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was awesome. I think I took a lot of our advice from the uh, episode that we (laughs) aired around like how to plan for your conferences. I I think, and not just giving it, I I took a lot of it from you guys and your wisdom and it was awesome. I had so much fun. How about you, Sarah? Yeah. I mean, same. It was probably the most fun family reunion I had. I think the, the, my, probably my most favorite part outside of, of course, learning and seeing everyone was the connections at night, like just hanging out at, at the hotel. And, um, I got to connect with Joe Rothschild who had a huge Mm. influence on my life early Mm. on my, my business life early on over a decade ago. Um, and I've never told him and so it was such a oh. honor to like, I got to hang out with him and I shared with him how he has impacted me. And I think people like that, that are sort of like old school Titans in the real estate industry, yeah. being yeah. able to hear yeah. from us is so important. Yeah. So yeah. I well, he that. loves to party too. He is. Yeah. To, <laughs> he is he's really fun. fun. With. <laughs> we had um, he is. Anna, Anna Kruger, who we've mentioned on here before, that's an amazing strengths finder coach. She is on the East Coast, so she never gets to see the sunset on the West Coast. She always sees the sunrise. And so on the last day, she was like, I was like, hey, I haven't seen you yet. Where are you? She's like, oh, I want to go see the sunset on the beach. I was like, do you want company? I want to go see the sunset on the beach. And so um, Kristen and Eric and I ended up um, with our favorite uh cab driver Ubata took us out and we had the most fun and went and did cartwheels on the beach and watched the sunset and then went and had hula pie at Dukes. And it was, I, I like, I 
we had way too much fun. It was so great. Tell, <laughs> tell us about hula pie. You guys, hula pie is the best. It's a, so I didn't know you could get it stateside because Maui, I thought was the only place you could get it, but it's this um, ice cream. It's like this macadamia nut ice cream and it has an Oreo base and like, I don't even know how many pounds of ice cream. It's like an enormous piece. And then chocolate like coating on the top and it's meant to share. So you get it for your table. And I made Tiffany like run all over Maui trying to find it because I thought it was just like a normal thing you found everywhere, but evidently it's not. It's very special and you have to go hunting for it. (laughs) So then we found it right near where we were in LA. So of course we had to go have hula pie. And um, then we started sending it to all the other tables for our friends with KW. And it was really great. I felt I like Oprah. That. Like, you get hula pie. You get hula pie. <laughs> 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 it was so fun. I, uh, uh, I, my, I, I feel love like how you manifested. Is, yeah, we yeah, manifested seriously. hula pie. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. I feel like Nick, Nick and George, you know, our husbands who listen to the podcast every week, um, <laughs> are, probably li- are, uh, are probably listening like, did you guys work? Did you? Guys- yeah. <laughs> when we were at- <laughs> Jay, Jay yeah. knows that Wendy worked still at Family Reunion in yes, learned. Uh, I so I promise. I mean, my, we had 18 hours. We did days. work. We, we packed we did it work. in. Yeah. 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 We, we, we packed yeah. it in. I mean, I had one fun night. Actually, our our dinner was amazing. Uh, that was we had really our nice. uh, We had our dolls dinner, which was incredible. It was great to catch up with everyone. And the food was really good. And we had our- um, Our happy hour. Her best life happy hour, yeah, which was really fun. That was actually my, so fun. that was actually my best night. I, we, I had that happy hour and was I was awesome. having pain in my hips. So I was just sitting there and people were coming to me, which was felt, I felt like Carissa. And, um, and then we were supposed to go after that to, um, actually after our, after our dinner, Tiffany and I, I don't even know if I told you guys this, Mm-mm. We were supposed to go to oh, yeah. the maps, the maps the glow thing. party. Yeah. My whole team was there. And I was like super excited to go. And so I put the address into the Uber and we got there. And I was like, why are the Harlem Globetrotters playing here? And it turns out what? that <laughs> <laughs> the place where I was supposed to be the next night. Oh no. Was, was where we went that <laughs> night. So we we completely we completely missed the party. Like Tiffany and I are standing in this parking lot. Tiffany's like, "What? Why? Did, why were you in charge of the Uber?" And we had to Uber back to the hotel. Luckily, because I was still trying to hook up with my team, and luckily we we just met in the bar that night, and we just had so much fun. Like just the best awesome. the bar at these events is mm-hmm. just a blast. Like that night, I met this woman from speaking of Hawaii from Honolulu, yes, or somewhere in Hawaii. And I was like, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I think we're starting an expansion team in Hawaii, but I'm not sure. And I'm like looking through my text messages. I'm like, what did I do last night? What did I do? She gave you hula pie. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's so awesome. Well, I'm One excited yeah, I think to hear nice. like yeah. what you learned too, because I know like half of the joy is actually in the people you meet and the experiences you have. And then the other half is in the things we learn to take back and grow in our business. I would love to hear from you all. Like what are some of the things that you took away too? Well, it was packed with stuff. Mm-hmm. Packed. It was hard to narrow it down, honestly. Yeah. Packed with great stuff. I think um, the first day 
we had the CEO um, Connect, uh, mm-hmm. which was, I don't, I don't know how many Summit. people were there. CEO but Summit. Summit. Mm-hmm. CEO yeah, Summit. CEO yeah. Summit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I w- heard something that day that was, that ha- I've literally thought about every single day since. And, um, you know, right now is a hard season in mm-hmm. the market. You know, I was just sharing with uh, Wendy and say that some of the markets that we serve are down 70% in number of sales compared to the same mm-hmm. month a year ago. And so it's, it's, a, it's hard, right? A hard season mm-hmm. um, in, in business right now. And um, I think a lot of times when hard times come, we can get distracted um, easily, right? from the vision, from the mission. And Mo Anderson, who was the first uh, female CEO of Keller Williams, uh, was interviewed by Gary at that first, um, that first day. And she said, when God puts a dream in your DNA, it comes true d- despite your circumstances. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and, you know, we've got some rough circumstances right now <laughs> that we're mm. navigating through. And I think that's has provided me both hope and also just a connection to the long-term mission of Empower Home and keeping at it and knowing that mm-hmm. that is going to happen. And it's we're taking a little bit of a side um, stop with dealing with this market. Um, but I, it was such an encouragement to me uh, that she shared mm-hmm. that. So. Well, and I think that was a theme actually yeah. of the whole event, which was just this kind of like resilience in the storm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there were several full-size buffalo all over the convention center, uh, which was to symbolize this like charge the storm idea, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's like the only way to fight adversity is to charge, is to charge through it. And, and Ryan Holiday, who was also at the CEO summit, who I'm a huge fan of, I think I've talked about mm-hmm. him on some of our book episodes. Um, he talks a lot about stoicism and he, he basically is taking stoicism and in his books and turned it into like something that modern day people can Mm -hmm. understand. And that's the whole concept of it is like, yeah, Mm -hmm. hard things happen. You have to stay the course. And, um, ultimately if you do, you become a better person and that becoming is really the life, our life journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And unless we do those hard things, unless we actually go through the storm, we don't ever become. We stopped That's growing. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of, to me, that was the theme of the whole the whole event. Mm-hmm. That was the thread that you could pull all the way through it. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. other thing I really loved about this event was um, that uh, like coming together from all over the world, I think really was just such a powerful um, place to connect, to see in person that like my challenges in my market may soon be yours or where you're at may soon be where I am. And so being able to have this understanding of like suffering in silence does no one any favors. Mm. And instead being aware that when you're sharing what you're learning, what you're experiencing, what you're going through and how you're getting through to the other side, actually you're number one, allowing friends and colleagues to come alongside you. And number two, you're allowing other people to learn with and from you. And um, I, I, I think we've all observed in some of the private groups that we're in this feeling before family reunion of a lot of people feeling like they were suffering silently alone. And I think giving ourselves permission, and for those of us that did show up there, I, I just felt this complete support 
um, from both Keller Williams International, but also from everyone that was there of like, we are here to help each other and carry this forward and figure this out and get through this together. Because 80% of our industry has never been through a market shift. Luckily, yeah. the three of us have been through them before. Um, but a lot of them have not. And so I just, that that resiliency and that teamwork attitude from everybody I came across, I thought was just a really amazing, abundant, you know, thinking too, coming in the door. Yeah, agreed. And it was so fun to see all of our KW worldwide family yes. there. Uh, yes. There were 80, 80 people from Portugal. Shout out to KW Portugal. Yeah. 24 from the UK, which was amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, KW Germany, where now yes. Germany now was there. France was there. Uh, France was there. I think for, I think we're in, what are we, 58 countries now? Mm-hmm. Turkey the, was across there. The, mm-hmm. Across the world. Yeah, we raised a lot of money for KW Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was incredible. Um, well, another one of my ahas was, this is really small, but Ryan Holiday said, well-being is realized in small steps, but it's no small thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I w- it especially impacted me uh, because of my hip, you know? So those mm-hmm. of you that don't know, I had hip replacement surgery and I've been in pain for about two years. And um, I realized the opposite is true is like the opposite of well-being, I guess, is- Decline. Yeah. Yeah. Decline mm-hmm. is realized in small steps, but it's no small thing. Yeah. And so- um, I had allowed this pain, which which started out very small, to become a, a big thing, you yeah. know, where ultimately you had to do something about it. And so it was just a it's just a good reminder that the opposite is true is like bad habits or not, not even bad habits, but like not going to your doctor's appointments or not getting a mammogram or, you know, not getting your whatever as you're aging, you know, letting all of those small, which is one of those is a small thing, but year after year, it adds up to something probably deadly. Really big. Yeah. Yeah. We're dealing, you know, we're dealing with that with our family right now. Um, After having taken care of my dad for so long with so many appointments, we're now playing catch up on a lot of our other yeah. family appointments because we spent mm-hmm. so long taking care of one person, right? That, that, that slowly and then suddenly we're playing catch up with a lot of that. So I, I totally agree with you, Wendy. It's very true. One of the things yep. I took away from uh, Ryan Holiday, my other favorite from him was like my word of the year this year is boundaries and learning how to set healthy ones. And I loved mm. his, right? We talk about all the time, right? You have to say yes to the things that you want. You have to say no to a lot of unimportant things. But what I, my favorite quote um, that he gave around the boundaries is actually a quote by E.B. White. When he would say no to something, he would say, I must decline for secret reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <And> I, just, <laughs> I love that. I just like, on the journey of no, it just made me laugh really hard, you know, where it's like, no is a complete yeah. sentence and you could also make yeah. it funny. So. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was yeah. good. Like, that was good. Yeah, I do remember that. That's great. That's great. Uh, after, uh, after Ryan spoke, which I, I loved as well, um, uh, Gary interviewed Lane Norton, mm-hmm. who was is a health. Um, what? How would we describe who he? What he is? Uh, he was on health. He's really buff. He's extremely yeah. fit. He's, <laughs> yes. he's a health great looking person. Th- great looking thighs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so it's it, it's always interesting when, to me when Gary you know brings in someone to talk about health at a CEO. Mm-hmm. 
um, summit, right? Uh, and yeah. I think I talked about that a little bit on on the health episode, that interview where yeah. Wendy interviewed me about my health um, and what an impact that had on me. And I, I would say this did as well have had a big impact on me. Um, more from just a reminder, you know, he said your physical health controls your cognitive health mm-hmm. and how so important it is. Our health is by far the first domino to everything else. Yeah. And I think um, it was such a a reminder for me and then also such good motivation. He shared some stats that, of course, made my blood boil a little bit from uh, those that lose 100 pounds. I think he said only five, three to five percent keep it off. Uh, and, you know, I'm I'm almost down 80 now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that was both. Well, don't lose 100. Then. Just get to like 99. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I need to do. Exactly. Then I won't be a be a stat. <laughs> then you'll be, fi- then you'll all- be fine. Well, I mean, Sarah's yeah. in the top 1% though of everything she does. So of course she's going to be in the yeah. 5% that keeps it off. Like that doesn't, that wouldn't even be like an option to me. Like, cause you're, you've changed your habits and your habits then define them. I have. So. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I hope, you know, I, I know that that will be the case with me, but it was a good reminder, almost Mm -hmm. a recommitment. I use that as like a time to recommit to my health to continue making it such a priority. And I I loved the discussion around it. I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. were like, what? This was a long time that they spent together, but Mm -hmm. I loved, I learned a lot Mm -hmm. from him. I thought it was great. Well, Mm -hmm. and he said something that really rang true to me, which is exercise is the best way to learn your maximum effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because a lot Mm -hmm. of us... um, you know, the, the reality is, is our brain will give up long before our bodies do in almost everything. Mm. Mm. And the way to really push yourself, right. If you're, if you do weightlifting, which I do, um, is to, is to really just go a little bit extra every time. And it doesn't even have to be a lot. Like I have Mm -hmm. these little I call them my little yellows. They're little yellow weights. They're so little. They're like the size of a donut. They're 1.25 pounds. And sometimes when I feel like I'm maxed out, I'll just put those guys on there. And it's just a good reminder of you can do a little bit more. You can mm-hmm. you can work a little harder. Like your brain is telling you to stop, but your body can actually go a little bit more. And it just proves that point over and over again. And so so exercise is really the best way to, to learn that. That is awesome. So true. I love that. I think the other thing for me was just hydration is where everything starts too. That's where it starts and where it ends. Like without the hydration, the rest of it becomes much harder. So true. 100%. So the next day, day, yeah, I was going to say, so we then officially started Molly Fletcher was day one, right? Which actually felt like day 19, (laughs) but I think that was day one. I know. Right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Technically, yes. Yes. She was awesome. I mean, I loved, oh, I awesome. loved her. Um, and she's just, you know, like this Midwest freaking rock star. I just thought she she's was from Michigan. So, I know she's a Missy Michigander. I know. I feel like I am halfway adopted, so she's kind of my people as I've adopted them now. My people. I have several. Sure. Um, sure. 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 Yeah. You got a, you got a ways to go, Southern girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to change my hairdo. It's gonna. Yeah. I gotta switch up some stuff. <laughs> You're if gonna I'm have gonna to fully. Get the, you gotta get a short feathered hairdo. Yeah. The West Michigan Bob. 
Um, I'm probably not going to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, Prove yourself. it would not go well. Um, <laughs> Prove yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a live haircutting as one of our podcast episodes? <laughs> Just watch. I bet say she'll cry. <laughs> For other reasons than what she's been blubbering over the last couple of years. No, I'm going to say though, I, I feel like I have a valid defense in not doing that as we're in Mexico and Wendy's literally looking at my hair growing in front of no, her. And true. she's like, it was frightening that one night. <laughs> just kept getting bigger and bigger. She's like, what? It, Your it hair was is weird. literally yeah, it was growing. Like a, it was like a, <laughs> like a, like a, um, like a chia like pet. A, what do you what do you call it? Like it's like a chia pet. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But like a chia pet, where you what, what is it called when you photograph something and then you move it forward really fast? What oh, like a time called? lapse. Is it like yeah, a like time, time lapse? lapse? But like fast yeah. time lapse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, can you imagine with a Michigan Bob what that would do? Just be like straight up. Yeah. I'd look like Bob Ross just all the way around. <laughs> just be like, it's just got real weird, Seychelles. <laughs> Your desire to fit in in Michigan took a real left Double turn. Dog dare you. <laughs> so, <laughs> be terrible. So who who okay, was, so back to Molly, who is though. Molly Fletcher? Yeah. Oh yeah, who is she? <clears throat> she yeah, is. is she's the first female um, sports agent, which is so Ever. cool. Ever so cool. Yeah. And a world dominated by men. She's the first. And um, I love when she she was describing when she got to go um, bird dog and meet Zig Ziglar. And she was like yes. ready to go become a speaker. And she's ready to go get after it in the world. And I feel like I'm interviewing a lot of people in this situation right now where they're ready to be there. They're ready to yeah. um, have like have been already like in the industry. They're ready to like be five years ahead of where they are today. And Zig mm -hmm. said to her, you know, like, I hear you want to be a speaker. I hear you want to go out and teach and write books and do all of these things. And he said to her, why don't you go out into the world and do something? And then we can talk about it. And to me, like I'm interviewing a lot of people in that space right now that are ready to have arrived. And we got to mm -hmm. go like put the time and the effort and the, the grit into it first before we can go talk about it and say we've gotten there. And so too, yeah. it's just a great you reminder just around like- You're ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. yeah, exactly. Or like we can't be social media famous on something until we've really been valid in the topic. And you know, it's a great reminder to me of like, what am I putting my 10,000 hours into? What are we helping our team to do, right? What journeys are worthwhile? Um, and and where am I still an infant with a long way to go? Um, some areas I probably feel like I've more arrived. And there's definitely some areas that I still, I have a long way to go do something about it before I can go talk about it. So that was that was a great one for me. It was great. Well, and one of the things I admired about her was she was just unapologetically a mom. Yes. You know, she started yes. this uh, this talk in front of, you know, 13,000 people that were at KW. And she started out with a story about how she basically had three kids under the age of two. Mm -hmm. And uh, for someone in a very male-dominated industry, it would have been, she 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 probably has, a she had a hundred stories mm -hmm. to draw in that were more masculine. Mm -hmm. And she chose mm -hmm. to start with that. And so I just, I really yeah. admired her for doing that. I thought that was I great. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I showed, did too. It, it showed you how strong she, how strong and confident she really was, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. I, I love that. I loved, I loved that too. And even down to like her outfit was very like strong and mm -hmm. also fem had feminine. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't yes. shy away from mm -hmm. yeah. that. And I think, you know, yeah. she shared yeah. stories mm -hmm. about how like, she was pinpointed as the white, as a wife or as 
like the nanny, like in times yeah. with, with a line of people in their polos and pants and she hasn't changed who she mm-hmm. is to, you know, she's just mm-hmm. been her and, and leaned in. And I think mm-hmm. that was so empowering to see someone it that could, that probably many people thought she should look like them or attempt to look mm-hmm. like them. And she mm-hmm. still was her, was her. So I, I loved that. Yeah. I also loved when she talked about energy. Um, mm-hmm. And like she asked the question, like who deserves your energy? Like you only have yes. a limited amount of energy. Yes. And are you giving it out freely or are you thinking through who and what deserves your energy that day? And I, mm-hmm. I thought that that was really good. It's not mm-hmm. something I think about a lot. Well, it's it's so powerful because sometimes, you know, the we give out energy to people in our lives who are, um, who are actually kind of people, they're almost in the bottom 20%. That's exactly right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we really should be giving most of our energy to the top 20%. Like we should be pouring into them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but a a lot of times it's not the case. It's the people who bring drama Mm -hmm. to us Mm -hmm. or Or the loudest disruption or yeah, they're the Mm -hmm. loudest. And it's like, that's not, Mm -hmm. that's not a good use of your energy. Yeah, because oftentimes your top performers have their head down and they're actually quiet and going after it. And so it's a good reminder to make sure we're paying the most attention to those. Um, I also love, this is just like a tactical one from her, but taking advice from athletes, right, who have high, high, low lows. Um, You know, we were even watching, speaking of Michigan, we were watching Michigan basketball last night, Nick's favorite thing to do during March. And um, they went into double overtime with Illinois and ended up losing with like seconds left on the clock. And I mean, it was a missed three-pointer that lost. I mean, it was just like such a heartbreaker of a, you know, of a game, but a really well-played game. And, you know, she said the best athletes and performers often need film to recover fast and reset. And what she meant by that was like, Mm -hmm. she has a smile file that she keeps. Um, When people have sent her nice things or written her nice things, and every athlete has a highlight reel that they actually go back and watch to reset Mm -hmm. their brain on like the things they do really well. And I think about like that athlete last night that missed the three-pointer. He had a great look on it. It just missed the basket, right? Like going and being able to, instead of reliving that missed three-pointer over and over again, like Mm. what what is the highlight reel that we're putting together for us or our team when we hit hard times, like Sarah's saying, some of our markets are way down. Like what is the highlight reel that we're going back to to reset and to keep our mindset steady and and resolved and calm and cool and collected so we don't go through the high, high and low lows of emotion that these markets can bring. So I thought that was a really good one. So we've gone and done that for for our team and it's been awesome. Did you guys go to any breakouts or um, were on any panels where you had some takeaways? We had, like, I actually loved, Sarah, I went and snuck into one of your sessions actually with Matt where you guys talked about inside sales being the heart of your business. And so I want to amplify you and saying, number one, you are so real and honest and transparent and vulnerable in that session. Like I have pages of notes from you in that session. Um, So I just want to say thank you first, because I had two of my ops team with us too, and they were loving it. Um, And I love how you've made that piece of your business, um, like the heart of your organization And I think so many people treat it as a side effect and you really have treated it as a center of your culture. And I think that that makes all the difference in how your organization operates. And so um, it was amazing to get to hear how your business runs. Um, But a couple of like just 
tactical things to put into your business today. I took a couple away because I think that these would be really instructive for people because you, you could literally teach like a four-part series on it. Um, a couple of the things though that we took and immediately put into our business like the next day were double, like these are for lead generation, you guys, but like um, double calling every single lead. I loved. Um, it's simple, but it's so like, yes, why are we not doing that? Like dial, hang up, dial again. Um, our pickup rates have already gone up from that. So thank you from that. Yay. Um, and oh, then- good. Yeah, already. So um, our ISA is like, why didn't I do this? This is amazing. It's simple, but you know, like you just don't think about it sometimes. Um, and then instead of confirming the appointment, instead, I loved your script of like, we're so excited to be meeting with you at 2 p.m. Just a reminder, we'll tell you what to do and not do when you're buying or selling your home. Um, and I'm going to have our, you know, best agent that'll be there to meet with you. Instead of like, I'm confirming the appointment because that gives them an opportunity to cancel. Um, and then the other thing that I really loved was, um, and our business is, as business gets tight, people kind of start grasping at things. And I think a lot of us as leaders have people that have come into us in our business over the last, you know, for us 19 years, and they'll want to get into the split conversation. And to mm. me, it's always been about around the net and it was for you too. And I loved you know, when people come in and have that conversation around reminding them, like, as business owners, we carry the expenses, liability, risk, stress, you know, overhead, all of it. And yet still we have the lowest split out of everybody in the business, yet manage to still grow massive amounts of wealth. And so I think as business yes. owners and entrepreneurs, it's a good reminder for us that it's never about the split. It's always about what you take home and the um, uh, value that you provide to an organization. So those are three key takeaways I took from your session, but I just wanted to thank you because you really poured in during that session and it was awesome. Oh, thank you. I love that. So good. I, I love your takeaways. It was good. Yeah. I got to watch that one. Well, I was on a really good panel. Um, it had a terrible name. It was called The Anatomy of a 33 Touch. And it's funny because I saw that I saw the title a bunch of times, of course, before we went in there. <laughs> but then when I walked in that room, I was slightly hungover. It was in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> what? Why did we allow this name to continue? But it was um, it was basically about, you know, loving on your database. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had the honor of being on there with Tommy Choi, which those mm -hmm. of you that don't know him, he's, he's so smart. The most He's the most amazing guy. He runs a total business by referral. We send all of our Chicago uh, business to him uh, and his partner, Josh. And uh, they're just incredible. I mean, they do incredible things with their database. And then Kelly Henderson. Uh, and for Who's those of awesome. you that don't know her. Okay. She's so funny. She's, yeah. She she is Arizona. She is She's a realtor who doesn't love people. And she's very, <laughs> very clear about that. And uh, so it was like Tommy, who's like, so people really loving everyone. <laughs> Kelly, who's mm -hmm. not loving everyone. And then me kind of in the middle. And then Leslie Peters, who's an incredible facilitator. I don't know yes. if you guys know, have you ever seen her? Yes. She's obviously not I've never seen her speaker, facilitate. Um, but I have never seen her facilitate. She was so well prepared. So the whole thing was, was great. So just shout out to my panel, but so many little takeaways about how to love on your database. So if you guys want to go back and listen to it, I can't even go through all of them, but um, I know one of the things that I took away from Tommy was every Valentine's Day, they make uh, uh, restaurant reservations at popular restaurants for um, in anticipation of people not having a reservation on Valentine's Day. And Brilliant. then they call their database. I know, it's free. 
absolutely free. They call their database and they say, hey, you know, so-and-so, do you happen, do you want to have, you know, you can have a date on Valentine's Day. Well, we just happen to have this suite of reservations at all the best restaurants. And actually I thought you could do that at any time. You know, in Austin, True. everything's packed all the time. Mm-hmm. You could literally do that all the time. And then you could just, it'd be a way to get engagement on Instagram or something like that. Hey, we've got one reservation available. So it's like a giveaway every week that costs you absolutely nothing. Yeah. I love Brilliant. that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. So smart. Yeah. I, I was on a panel about exp- about expansion and uh, how to shift proof your expansion business. Uh, and Kristen Cole was on that uh, panel with me, and she she said something that was a big takeaway for me. Um, she we were talking about hiring and selecting agents, and you know we hire to our values. We've shared that on on the podcast before. Uh, she's broken it down to like she calls them the four G's of her values as an organization, and it was so simple and like memorable. Like mm. it made me realize like, oh, we could simplify this a little bit and make it easier. And one of the, one of the ones that I loved is grace. The last G was grace. And, um, part of being on a team is having grace and understanding for one another. And it, mm. it was so her describing that it was like so powerful. And I was like, we don't talk about that in the hiring mm. process, mm-hmm. but how important that is of a mm-hmm. value. And so I just took that. That was a big eye-opener for me. I love, I loved that. Do you remember the other four G's just out of curiosity? Cause she's like her superpower is taking really complex <laughs> things and putting it down into like a really simple nugget like that. I think it's a superpower of hers. She's so good at that. Agreed. And I love that I said they're memorable. And then of course you asked me that. And I have to go guess, find guess and guess. <laughs> grit. Yeah. I think grit's one of them. Grit, grit was, yeah. Grit was one. Yeah. I know that grit was one. Mm-hmm. I'll f- we're, I'm um, going to brainstorm now and yeah. see if I can figure yes, out the yes. other two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get them. Generosity. I'll get them to Giggles. Giggles would be on mine. I don't think it's giggles. It's It's not. not, No offense, Kristen Cole. It's definitely not hers. Yeah. She's not. I've never seen her giggle. I'm sorry, Kristen. Oh, she's got a great laugh. I've heard it. I've heard it. She's got a great laugh. Nobody ever has described her as giggly, though. No. 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 Grace, though. I'd give her grace. Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Grit. I would. Grit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, any other sessions that were good? I had. Um, I got to facilitate for my first time, which was so um, nerve wracking and fun. Your first time. My first time to facilitate. That's weird. Um, I know. Uh, you'll have to ask my panel how I did. I'm just going to go ahead and say I think I did awesome. Um, but you might have I'm to sure ask them did. for a different opinion. <laughs> um, no, I had. Um, so I had two first timers on panels, which was so cool um, because I think it's a huge honor when you get to really showcase someone that is really working hard and earning their way into the scene. So we had Heather Skinner um, and Aaron Brumlevy, who were both um, first-timers on our panel. And then um, uh, we also had Kenny Klaus, who is like year 21 on panels. Um, And uh, we were talking about farming geographic areas and psychographic and demographic areas and how you build market share in those. And it was really Mm -hmm. neat. All three of them have very different uh, models and different ways they approach that. And all three of them are taking market share. And so I loved that the, the theme through all of them was consistency and execution. 
If there's anything that you do, it just needs to be consistent. But how you go about it can tailor to your personality and how you want to run your business, whether it's your events or direct mail or Facebook groups or door knocking. It doesn't matter. It's it's the consistency that really matters. So they they did an incredible job though. And uh, it was really, really an honor to get to facilitate with them. So it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Love that. Well, I, I love seeing uh, Ken Pozak and Lori Reader come back. That yes. was really awesome. Yes. They're both so great. And uh, it was nice to see them come back to KW. Obviously, I'm, I'm happy everybody needs to do what they need to do to run the best yeah. business so they, they can. Absolutely. And it's just nice to welcome back into them into the family. I yeah, agree. They're both agree. great. We, we ended Family Reunion with uh, Gary Keller's Mastermind, uh, which is the top uh, teams. And that that probably had the biggest impact on me um, in terms of the Family Reunion event as a whole. Um, the, he, he shared some new leadership material that was really good. And um, one of the things that he um, shared was he put the word ego in the middle and then circled it. And then there was an arrow on one side that said me go, me, M-E-G-O. And then there was an arrow on the other side that said we go. Uh, and talked about how you can't have an organization. It's one or the other. And the the likelihood of at times us having a me go philosophy with leadership. Um, he said all of us have struggled at times with that. And it was, it was such mm-hmm. a good like gut check for me, um, as things have grown and as like, where, where would my people say I am, right? Are we a Mego organization mm-hmm. where it's just about one person or are we a WeGo mm-hmm. organization? And that was just, I thought that was really good. And the picture was, as always, he does good with imagery, um, was impactful. Yeah. They're so really good that. at taking complex things and making, mm-hmm. making yes. some simple diagrams around it. That's definitely one of Gary and Jay's strengths. So yep. yeah, I love that. Well, and I think one of the things they said during that session that was really impactful was relationships that matter are a daily practice. You know, so one yeah. of the things that I have on my 411 now is just a little list. I just call it team love. And it's just a running list of of intentionality around, you know, whether it's my partners in her best life, whether it's our people at her best life, whether it's my real estate team, um, you know, my family, whatever that is. It's like, what are you doing to be intentional around the people mm-hmm. that matter most? I love that. I love the bigger that. your organizations get, it's really hard. It you know, is I sometimes so hard. I, don't, I, I sometimes I look at you, Sarah, and I, I don't know how you do it. You know, you're you're very mm-hmm. intentional about, mm-hmm. and I know you do a really good job of shouting out on social media and you do a lot of events where people come together, but it's, it's, it's a lot. It's not easy. The bigger your yeah. organization get, it's, it's very, very challenging. So. Yeah. That, that, um, that. resonated with me as well. And and made me think through like, what are the relationships that need daily practice? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at, I, I think you have to redefine that list at times. And, and I hate to even use the term list because that's not how I view no, relationships. No, it's true. No, of uh, course not. But it's also well, at, at a there, point you do have yeah. to, you do have to have your focuses mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you never get away from the rule that you will be the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And so right. are, like constantly looking at that and making sure those that you're pouring into and those that, are pouring into you that you're being very intentional about, I think mm-hmm. it yeah. is always a good it's reminder. Huge. Always. It's huge. Yeah. Well, you know, and the, yeah. the 
last big takeaway I had, which is um, there's no wor- no use going to a conference, reading a book, listening to a podcast if you're not willing to take something away from it and implement it directly. And so yes. um, Ryan Holiday said the biggest compliment you can give an author is to actually take something from what you read and, and put it into your own life. And I think about that with family reunion too, right? The best gift you can give yourself besides attending is what you take away and implement. And and I, I hope all of you listening have heard from all three of us, it wasn't just that we learned something. You can already hear it's on my 411. It already went into my organization. We already put it into play. Like that's really where the magic happens. And so taking those things and directly implementing them into our businesses as fast as possible is, is where the magic comes. Yes, I love that. And that, my friends, is how you can go out and live a big business and even bigger life. That's right. Have a great day. Bye, Bye guys. guys.